Welcome to the Sydney Property Muppets Podcast. My name is Kurt Lawther and with me as always and forever. <sighs> wow. Uh, Chris uh, buys a now. I'm being a bit silly, uh, but uh, hopefully a little bit on point with the topic today. What is the topic today, Chris? Ooh. I, I, oh, sorry, I think I need to turn, tone down my energy for this. I'll go increase mine. You bring yours in a little what bit. What is the topic today? I'll bring it up a bit more than that. Uh, very simple. Buyers fatigue. You know, we that just before Christmas. Um, there's been a time where some buyers have been looking for three months, six months, nine months. Obviously, those people out there think if listening just to, this will be your last podcast, no doubt, before Christmas. Merry Christmas for you. Um, but really talking about, okay, those people have been looking for that period of time, three months, nine months, 12 months. They've obviously can't buy now, effectively. This has stopped. Uh, and they've got a lot of buy fatigue. Are you seeing that yourself? Chris, I'm going to be real honest. As a real estate agent, sometimes there's not much honesty in real estate. Um, but no, as a, <laughs> as a real estate agent, I'm bugging myself, man. I'm, yeah. I've, I've probably worked, smashed it for two years, working hard, haven't had a proper holiday, yeah. um, and I'm actually exhausted myself. You're getting away, aren't you? Yeah, I'll, I will be going to Denmark, um, but I think, it's, I think that's probably where we're gonna head today with the topic is that we're not machines. We, yeah. can't, we can't go 24-7, even machines break down. No, and so for the buyers and even sellers, like they're, they're, they're at a point now, definitely the fatigue set in. I know with my clients, even myself, like this is a time to sort of reflect, um, you know, really assess where they're up to in terms of, you know, making, make, reflecting on where they're up to and determining, you know, what they're then looking for from there. So maybe this time uh, talking about reflection, yep, good time for us to give them maybe some, we sort of thought we'd talk through three of our top tips for those buyers with fatigue on how to you know, start up in next year. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, I reckon um, good tips. Don't do drugs. Go see Healthy Harold. Um, eat some Mars bars. I don't know what Healthy Harold is. Also, I'm also supposed to don't do drugs, but yeah, Healthy Harold. Uh, for those that are young and uh, young enough, old enough, something like that, basically a healthy thing the government had where they'd come around with a person in a van. You'd watch some videos, and then this person would go every thirty years, six kids are listening as a person puts their hand into a puppet, puppet okay. a giraffe, I think it was I like, a giraffe. And I like the way you said those who, um, uh, what was it, aren't old enough or whatever it is. Old enough, like, young enough. Uh, I'm definitely too old to know that because that was after my time. But anyway, let's get into three tips to help those buyers with fatigue. Do you want to start us off, Chris? Indeed. So look, the, 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 the simple one is have your pre-approval back in order. Do a pre-approval check on your mortgage. You know, if, you have, if your mortgage is approved in, say, October or even earlier, by the time you get to middle of January, it's basically not worth the paper it's written on. You really have to get a new one done. So whilst everyone is taking a break, it's probably good to double-check that, reach out to your mortgage broker and just see if there's any changes there uh, well, to be had as well. I was going to say, to add to that as well, I think it's important is that, and while we talk about having a bit of a break, is January, it's a new race. We, we want you to be starting all cylinders, or eight cylinders or 10 cylinders, whatever yeah. car you're driving, you need to be going from... Oh, we, and we talked last episode, that second week of January can be a hot time in the market. Last thing you wanna do is have a property you really want and then realize your pre-approval's not it and you you, you, you miss out on that one. It's and then deflated for the start of the year. And so yeah. I actually have a story of that, Chris. It was to do with someone I, I knew personally yeah. and they were looking at buying into the market, not the Sydney market, a different market. and very good saver they had some really good savings they good employment good very good employment yep. 
all those things, not a big spender as well, quite good with their spending. Yeah. And they were re- they were ready to go out and purchase. Not seeing any issues. What was the issue in the, when they got their pre-approval done? So the mortgage broker yeah. came back and unfortunately let them know that they could only borrow 400000 And what were they anticipating it to be? Six, maybe at a stretch, yeah. 700000 so 50%, maybe a bit more less than what they thought they could spend. And one of the brokers actually told them if this was a year and a half to two years ago, you'd be borrowing probably 40% more. Yeah, right. Yeah, so things have changed, those rates going up and so forth. So really important there to have your pre-approval done. Uh, it might surprise you and always surprise me how many times buyers are about to pull the trigger on buying something and that's the first time they actually go off and instead of just, they might have initially looked at you know one of the bank websites and done a how, calculation. How, on that, how, how good are those borrowing calculators? Well, are they 100% accurate or they might be tilted into... Well, they're, they're, they're definitely checked from the government, right? So they, they look at the average spending habits for somebody. So whatever data you're putting in, it basically does benchmark you against the average. But you know, banks are going to make sure that it's favourable for you because they want you to pick up the phone and go, wow, I can spend, as your analogy or your story, $700,000. I need to speak with you, Mr. and Mrs. Bank, to get that done. And then once you have discussions, they look at your spending habits. They look at the last three months. You might have a lot of subscriptions, yeah, KO and uh, Disney Netflix. or something, Netflix. You might have uh, some spending habits. Might, might, you might enjoy a, a gamble. You might enjoy some drinks, some social. Yeah, $10 coffees, $10 times coffee. two each day. So, yeah, they'll look at those. And so typically your mortgage rate will suggest to you, look, let's spend a three-month period really dialing those down, get them in control, and that'll help you with your spending habits. So really important there. Tip number uh, two, I think you have a... A tip here? Yes, I'm big on this one. Plan your search like you no, plan your search like you are planning dates with your significant other. Right. Well, that sounds very now, romantic. Now, if you're not planning dates with your significant other, do that too. Start it. I'm right. Up to, okay. up to I actually know I'm on 122 dates with my partner. Wow, that's a weird thing to know precisely. It's, it's not I just make a little note. I just think it's something romantic. My partner loves it. But Is it actually 122? It's, it's, it, no, I'm being serious. Uh, it's 122. Good um, stuff. No, good stuff. Um, which from as a romantic at heart, this boy. One of one of my bosses would be like, but For no, sure, I, yeah. we absolutely it's, love it. But it's good, man. It's good. I think very important is if whatever it is, if you don't plan it, yeah. it's not going to happen. Correct. And this is almost I like to refer to it. You're competing in a professional industry, and I don't just mean from a buyer's agent or real estate. You need to attack this like. It is a profession. Like this is a big investment. I think you were saying a big investment. Yeah. You want this. You need to be making sure you're mental. You're mentally refreshed. You're energetic. You're ready to go, and you're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. I think it's important. I, and I'd say, look, book out the, from the second sort of weekend in January. Book out the next five weekends. Dedicate those weekends just to looking at property or assessing them. This is going to be a you know, seven hundred thousand dollars to multi million dollar property investment. If you can't get five weekends clear. You're kidding yourself. If you take one of those weekends away, it's already decreasing the chance of you buying because you'll miss out a property, then have to go back to see it next week. You'll be unsure. So really dedicating that time to it and really making sure that you're each and every weekend dedicated. Tough as well, because it's summer, we love the beach, there's weddings going on, but yeah, definitely think you just gotta block it out, be a bit selfish during that time. Um for the third tip, Chris. Now I think our number one tip. Sorry, number one tip. Number one tip, <laughs> thank you. I think if you're a first home buyer or you're fresh into the market, yep. my idea is like try and see as much as you can. Don't don't 
murder yourself over it, but try and see as much as you can so you know what you like. Yeah. However, if you've been searching for three plus months, what any any tips there? Look, I think, yeah, again, coming back to the time of the year it is, you need to reflect on what you've been looking at last three months, six months, nine, nine months. What you've seen, what you've seen sell, you can look at REA, look at previous sales history, determine what you can actually, I'd use the word ruthless. Go back through your original criteria and be ruthless. If everything selling in your budget is facing west and everything outside your budget is facing east, but you want it east, well, you might have to sacrifice east. We talked about the previous episode. It may be that, maybe criteria of the house, or it may be the location itself. Be ruthless on your criteria so you know that when it comes into January, you have the real confidence going, I know that our budget can achieve X, let's go. These are the four properties we're gonna say, if you've been searching for a while, it's like boom, boom, boom. These are the properties we're seeing. You can rule out the stuff that you know. Yeah, with, with, yeah. with confidence and surety. Hard thing to do, easy to say, hard thing to do. Yes. Um, all right, let's move into our three quick questions. Yes, uh, we're, we're getting we, better at this, Chris, aren't we? we? Well, I've definitely learned uh, yeah, to, to, to be better. So anyway, what this is, is we each ask each other three questions. We don't know what each other's gonna ask of the other person. Um, we need to keep the answers short and sharp, potentially, hopefully, end of one word, but sometimes we can't. Yep. We do the best we can. And what's our one rule? You can't explain your answer. Explain slash defend, I'd defend. say. Yep. There is one caveat, though, is at the time that asking the question, if we genuinely feel that someone might actually take that advice to heart, because generally the first yep. question is related to the topic, we will allow a bit of a a little bit of leeway with the defense just to make sure everyone is on the same page. Yeah, okay, I'll kick us off this week with question number one. I'm up, Chris. So we're in, yeah, where's the server? In Christmas, New Year's period. We're gonna turn off realestate.com, don't we? Need to clear our head and stop those emails, or at least stop looking at them. When is the first time or period in January that you start looking at ARIA and domain again? When do you need to start looking? I think potentially between day five and seven. Day five and seven. I love the way you get that to one word answer. Good. Okay, question number two for me. Let's go, Kurt. Hyphenated. Hyphenated. Oh, um, that means three. No. <laughs> what is the aspect of a property search you are being most ruthless with your clients? Or people should be with themselves? What aspect? Yeah, so whether is it price, location, uh, specific things they're looking in the house? What's something... Um, a simple one there, layout. Layout? Yeah, layout is imperative. Won't be able to defend. All right, this one I'm actually interested. I am genuinely, I wrote this down and went, oh, I wonder what he'll say. So you've got a 250 square meter block. Yep. Right? You can buy an established a double story house or an established single story house. Same number of bedrooms, same number of bathrooms. One's got stairs, obviously. One's got stairs, one's got more grass. Rather. Which one would you buy? Does the upstory have like more rooms overall? No, same number of rooms, same number of square internal footprint. Up, uh, two story. Double story, beautiful. All right, question number four for me. Uh, which lenders have you had good experiences with? Banks? Yep, banks, lenders. Uh, oh, CBA's been the best one I've dealt with. I know it sounds a bit, I'm, I'm Clark Buyer's agent and uh, they're, they're kind of Bank Australia, so there's nice little uh, initialisms there. Oh, yeah. um, but I do find, I have found my experience with my clients and them. I know we're defending a bit, but no, none of the rest are bad, but yeah. I've just found them the better yeah. ones or the, the top echelon for me. 
Well, they do hold, I think, 30% market share. Correct. Now you're defending for me. Okay. Is it on me now? Yeah, it is on me. Well, question number five. Selling a property. I know we we're going to talk a bit off, but I wanted this question in there. Uh, do we put, we're worried about our grass. Do we just leave the grass? It's okay, a bit patchy. Do we leave the grass or do we go with just really good artificial grass as a replacement? Yes or no? Patchy. Oh, leave it as is. Okay, cool. Nice. Leave it as is. Yep. I actually forgot there. I was meant to do a personal question. So I did a property one. Another uh, one. But that's all right. Next week I'll get two personals in. Will, question three is, will you support my unrealistic motorsport dream with a $500,000 funding donation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy. I'll, su- I'll support the mustache for your, uh, for Movember, uh, but otherwise, no, my friend. No, my friend. No, uh, no dice. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody and to you, Kurt. Thank you. Um, Merry Christmas as well, Chris. We've got another episode next week, uh, which will be just before New- dropping before New Year's. Thank you, listeners. Like, subscribe, share. Get amongst comments or uh, let us know what you like as a topic. And as always, this is general in nature, so we try and be as accurate as we can with the information, but please know that your individual circumstance is individual and unique, and so please speak to your trusted advisors in whichever field you need to uh, speak to them. Beautiful. Well, thank you, for, thank you for dropping by. This is the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. Have a fantastic Christmas. I think I'll turn it off. Turn it off, turn it off.